Hey, good morning. It's Rich Haley here on the Mountain Fun Life channel. It's Friday, and that means it's time for Sports in the Smokies here on Morning in the Mountains. We've been having a lot of fun this week, a lot of different things going on, so let's tell you what has happened and get you ready for the weekend, because we've got some good stuff coming up this weekend as well. We're going to start off with Major League Baseball. And uh, Major League Baseball went through a really, really rough week last week as uh, a couple of teams had some significant issues with COVID-19 outbreaks. And uh, they're trying to make those up right now. Uh, the Marlins is one of those teams, and they lost at least five or six days worth of games. Um, and now in order to make up for that, their new schedule is pretty intense. It looks like the Marlins are gonna be playing 27 games in the final 23 days of the shortened season. Uh, that's with no days off and four double headers in that stretch. So they are, they do have a schedule to make up the games that they've missed because of their COVID outbreak. And uh, that's gonna be interesting. It looks like it was 18 Marlins and they were all players who tested positive for COVID-19 over the last several days. Uh, followed up by the Cardinals, who had 15 players test positive. Most of the other teams have shown twos and threes. Um, and one team, and we'll get to that in just a minute, has had no COVID-19 infections so far. So we'll talk about that and what Major League Baseball is doing to keep the season going. So back to the Marlins. They're going to be playing the Phillies seven times over a five-day period in order to make up for some of these missed games that they've had. So September 10th through the 13th, that's Thursday through Sunday, they had a four-game series scheduled. Friday and Sunday's games are now double headers. They'll play seven innings for each game. And then they've added a game on Monday, September the 14th. Um, total of 21 games were postponed for different teams because of these COVID-19 outbreaks. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, as I mentioned, had 15 players come up positive. So they've missed several games. They've added three double headers against the Brewers to make up the games they missed for their issues. So when, in the midst of all the COVID-19 problems that the Major League Baseball League has had, the league itself came up with some stricter rules over the last couple of days to try and get this under control and to keep the players safe. And some of those rules, uh, they, they're getting rid of cloth masks, saying that those have not proved to be effective in the field and are requiring procedure masks or N95 masks for the players when masks are required. They've increased the mask requirement, requiring masks in the bullpen, and they've also enacted much stricter social distancing guidelines. And just a couple of examples of those, there will be no meetings in hotel rooms while the teams are on the road unless they are specifically approved. So no small coaching conferences or anything like that. Players must have a face covering while they're on travel anywhere outside of their room. So uh, it doesn't matter whether you're in a, a hotel, ballroom, a restaurant, wherever, the players are gonna need to have a face covering on. They also want to reduce the size of the travel parties as they go uh, on the road. So they'll only take the most essential people with them when they go on the road. And I mentioned a couple of minutes ago that there's one team that has had no COVID-19 positive tests, 
during the renewed season. That is the Chicago Cubs, the parents of our own Tennessee Smokies. And the Cubs have had no positive tests for COVID-19. Major League Baseball went to the Cubs, said, what is it that you're doing? And the Cubs had implemented their own program, which was significantly more uh, stringent than the league policy. And these new requirements come directly out of the Cubs organization. So Major League Baseball is still pushing forward and they're hoping that with these new controls that they can reduce the COVID-19 outbreaks and keep the players safe. The base baseball commissioner has already said if things continue this way, then cancellation of the season is on the table. Uh, and to point out that he is serious about that, these new rules are backed with penalties up to and including suspension for players who violate them repeatedly. So moving on from baseball, we're going to switch over to basketball. Uh, basketball has been playing in the bubble in Orlando, and that's what they call it, the bubble. Players are completely isolated. They stay in the resort hotel. Um, they, they're kept away from other people, and that uh, practice has been working. In the three weeks that the season and practice sessions have been going on, there have been no positive COVID-19 tests for the NBA. So the stuff that they're doing is working. Unfortunately, not all sports are uh, capable of going into a bubble like basketball has been. Uh, last night, we had several games going on in the NBA. The Kings beat the Pelicans 140 to 125. Suns beat the Pacers 114 to 99. Trailblazers beat the Nuggets 125 to 115. The Clippers beat the Mavericks 126 to 111. The Bucks beat the Heat 130 to 116, and with LeBron James out, the Rockets beat the Lakers. As the playoff season is, as we approach the playoff season for the NBA, the only really local team that we have in Tennessee, the Memphis Grizzlies, are battling with the Portland Trailblazers for a final playoff spot in the Western Conference. So we'll see how that goes and keep an eye on it. And that brings us to Major League Soccer. So Major League Soccer has been playing and they're doing the same exact thing that the NBA is doing. They're playing in a bubble, again, in Orlando, in the ESPN Wide World of Sports facilities. And they started off with the MLS's back tournament. And that is coming to a close on Tuesday. Last night, the Orlando City Football Club beat Minnesota United three to one to advance into that final game. And they will be coming up against the Portland Timbers who won two to one on Wednesday against the Philadelphia Union. So the finals are gonna be played on Tuesday and the winner gets a berth in the CONCACAF Champions League. Then once the tournament is over, then Major League Baseball or Major League Soccer is going to look at getting their regular season restarted uh, there is no firm date. It looks like it's going to be the weekend of August the 22nd, but there's been no official announcement. And while the management has talked about allowing spectators, right now the feeling is most games will not be played in front of spectators. So that is professional sports. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about a little bit of NCAA and some high school action, so don't go away.
We now have our own magazine. Our prints are located in shops, gas stations, hotels, ballparks, all over the Smoky Mountain region. We offer a concierge service for cabins, hotels, resorts, and individuals. A portion of any of our services or ad space may be applied as ticket value to the cost of any service or ad you book through us. Contact our marketing today for a free initial consultation. Email marketing at mountainfunlife.com. Hey, it's Rich Haley. We're back here on the Mountain Fun Life channel doing sports in the Smokies for you on this Friday morning. Thanks for watching. Nice to see everybody. And got my first comment. Good morning from Thomas Rimmer. So, hey, Thomas, how are you doing? I uh, hope your mom is still recovering nicely. So we're going to talk a little bit about NASCAR. So NASCAR ran the Foxwoods Resorts Casino 301 and that was in New Hampshire on Sunday. Brad Keselowski won it. That's his third win of the season. And Denny Hamlin took second. So the NASCAR season is ongoing. <coughs> Excuse me, COVID. And uh, Denny Hamlin leads with a number of wins. He's got five wins so far this season on the track. And he projects to be the number one in the playoff when that gets started in just a couple of weeks. But right now, Kevin Harvick is the points leader in NASCAR. So coming up this weekend, we have a doubleheader in Michigan. Two races, no fans allowed in Michigan. So these will be uh, held in front of an empty stadium. The Firekeepers Casino 400 will be on Saturday. Joey Logano is on the pole for that. Denny Hamlin starts on the outside of row one. And then the Consumers Energy 400 will be on Sunday, and they'll do qualifying for that uh, today. Then uh, also this weekend, the Xfinity Series is racing in Wisconsin, and Knoxville's Chad Fincham has qualified. He'll be starting 31st in the Henry 180. Next contest where fans will be allowed comes up right after that, and that will be August 16th in Daytona for the Daytona Road Race. So that ought to be a lot of fun. So let's move on to the NCAA. The NCAA on the 5th of August made their major announcement regarding COVID-19 and the fall championship sports. And basically what they said is all fall sports have to comply with the guidelines that were issued by the NCAA Sports Science Institute they must comply with all federal, state, and local guidelines as far as uh, COVID-19. And uh, some of the other requirements out of the Sports Science Institute, they have to provide a number for parents and students to call to report violations of the policies. Uh, athletes must be allowed to opt out of participation without affecting their eligibility or their scholarship status. Um, and uh, schools that do have sports will have to assume the liability for any COVID-19 outbreaks, including paying for the medical care of all the students involved. Then what the NCAA said is for all three divisions, one, two, and three, each division had to make the decision whether to go forward with fall sports. Almost immediately after that announcement was made, 
Division II and Division III both stated that they will not be doing championship sports in the fall. They have shut those down completely. Division I held off and said they will decide by August 21st whether there will be fall sports or not. So they are already moving forward. Uh, most of the conferences have already moved forward um, and either announced their schedules or announced that they will be playing. The Big Ten and the ACC both released their full schedule, so those are available on their respective websites. Uh, both of them are going to be playing 10 game seasons. Uh, the ACC did something a little bit different. They've added Notre Dame for one season as part of the conference, and Notre Dame will be eligible to win the ACC championship if it happens this year. Uh, the Mountain West has also announced that they will be playing a 10-game season. So it does look like there will be a football bowl series or Division I football this year, but we won't know for certain until August 21st at the latest when the Board of Directors for Division I makes their decision on whether there will be football. So the conferences are putting plans in place to play, but we don't know what's going to happen until the Board of Directors makes their final decision. So next up, yep, wrong one. There we go, TSSAA. Let's talk about some high school action because we do have a couple of things to talk about there. Knox County Schools just delayed their opening by a week, so they're not gonna start school until August 24th. And that makes a little bit of a sticky situation. I haven't heard any re resolution to this yet. First game of the season is scheduled for the 21st of August, but there has been a rule in place that if school is not in session, then sports can't be played. So I haven't heard anything about an impact on high school sports for Knox County uh, opening up a little bit later than scheduled. Sevier County is still on track to open up, uh, and they are doing a combined virtual and uh, in-person classroom teaching. So they plan to open up on schedule and August 21st we have several games on tap and we will hopefully be bringing you one of those or more. We've got uh, Sevier County taking on Jeff County and that's always a traditional rivalry and it ought to be interesting considering that those two teams did meet in the playoffs of the East Tennessee High School Baseball League just a couple weeks ago. Seymour uh, will be taking on King's Academy. That's their traditional opening match. It usually does not go well for King's Academy. Then Gatlinburg-Pittman will be playing Hampton, and that's the only away game of the weekend. Then uh, Northview takes on West Green, and Pigeon Forge takes on Claiborne County. So all of those are home games except for GP. They have to travel to Hampton. Again, we don't know exactly how these games are going to go. I haven't heard any announcements yet on whether fans will be allowed in the stands or not, what type of social distancing restrictions will be in place, other than what the TSSAA announced two weeks ago. But as we know right now, as things stand, we will have football starting on time. And then the last thing that we're going to talk about in this segment, ah, I hit the right button that time is the championship of the East Tennessee High School Baseball League. I know you guys have been following us. We've been having a great time uh, bringing you those games. And if you weren't able to watch it, they are still up on 
Facebook, but the championship was won by your Sevier County Cavaliers. They win two games to one over the Tennessee Vikings for the East Tennessee High School Baseball League Championship. And thanks to uh, the Tennessee Smokies, to Boyd Sports, to Garza Law, and to all the sponsors of the league for making this happen for the players. And thanks to our sponsors, Shade Savers and Parrot Mountain for helping us bring you those webcasts. It was a lot of fun. And Santa has a nice thing for me here. He uh, likes my shirt. Thank you, sir. I picked this one up on one of my many travels and uh, enjoy wearing it. All right, so that's it for this segment. We've got one more commercial break, and we will be right back in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Are you a Hitchcock fan? Do you like a good suspense thriller? Then I have a couple of great books for you. Hello, I'm Joe Moore, TV host on Mountain Fun Life Channel and international multi-award winning author. Almost 60 years ago, Alfred Hitchcock scared audiences with The Birds. I picked up the story and wrote the next two chapters in this saga, Return of the Birds and my award-winning sequel, Revenge of the Birds. Available in hardcover, softcover, and digitally, both books can be purchased wherever fine books are sold or even autographed through the NorthPolePress.com. You have my promise. These books will keep you up at night. <laughs> You speak of Joe Moore, and there he is on your screen. It's TV magic. Well, that's most of the show for today. The last thing I do want to talk about, and this ties in to Santa Joe as well, is we do have two different semi-pro football leagues operating here in the Smoky Mountains. There's the IAFL, which uh, you heard about on Santa Joe's show on Tuesday. There's also a new league, the AFL which is taking some existing teams and putting them together in a new league. And that will also start up this fall. And of course, we will be bringing you news and coverage of both of those uh, throughout that season. So um, if you're not getting enough football with high school, college, and pro, we've got plenty of semi-pro coverage to bring to you as well. And speaking of the Tuesday show, don't forget that we have plenty of information and entertainment for you every week here on the Mountain Fun Life channel. We've got Morning in the Mountains every weekday morning at 10 a.m. and we cover everything from entertainment on Wednesdays with Jim and James to who knows what's going to get covered on Thursday with Frank Murphy and then you get me bringing you the end of the week with sports. So we've got stuff for you every day. We've got Captain Accurate, David Aldrich, Monday and Friday at 9.15 with the forecast. You don't want to miss that. And now, before I close, I have a special announcement. Today is a special day here in Mountain Fun Life. Why? The person who is intimately involved with every one of those shows that I just mentioned, our producer, Hannah Denny, today is her birthday. So, from the bottom of my heart and for everybody here at Mountain Fun Life Channel, happy birthday, Hannah. Thank you for everything you do. All right, folks, that's the show for this week. Thank you very much for watching. We will be back next Friday. We're going to add in some hiking news now that the uh, baseball crush is over. 
and uh, also some fishing news next week. So we're going to start adding a little bit more of the outdoors back into the show. If you have any any, any uh, requests, anything that you want to have uh, added to the show, anything you want us to cover, don't hesitate. Just put a comment on our Facebook page and we'll look into it for you. All right, that's the show for today. Thanks so much for watching. I hope you had a great week. Have a great weekend, and I will see you next Friday. For Mountain Fun Life Channel, this is Rich Haley. Have a good weekend.